Well, hello, and welcome to Work Well with Stephanie Wolf, brought to you by the Whole Food Health Coach, LLC, where we make your goals our goals, and you're never alone on your wellness journey. Experience the information, inspiration, and collaboration of our Coach in Your Corner partnership. My name is Stephanie Wolf. I'm a national board certified health and wellness coach, proud owner of the Whole Food Health Coach now in its ninth year, and five-time winner of Best of Gwinnett Award in Endocrinology, Diabetes, and Metabolism Practices. Rachel, Sherry, and I invite you to visit wholefoodhealthcoach.com to set up your 60-minute healthy living assessment. WorkWell is dedicated to your personal and professional health and wellness. I offer you examples from my own life, health, marriage, family, and business. I share my research, my opinion, and my faith, designed to bring you compelling content, engaging challenges, and practical body, soul, and spirit support on your wellness journey. WorkWell comes to you from my personal desire to live long and strong with passion and purpose, die of old age, and help others to do the same. Now from living rooms to boardrooms here on Gwinnett Business Radio X, you're listening to Work Well with Stephanie Wolf. All right, let's do this. I always like to start with a funny story. And today I have blonde jokes and I have these lovely blonde friends in the, uh, our studio with me today. So I already apologize to them and any other blonde who's out there. I'm not a natural born blonde, but I love this story. I thought it was funny. So it's called The Blonde Painter. A blonde who's down on her luck is walking through a luxurious neighborhood looking for odd jobs to do when she approaches a large house. She goes up to the house, rings the doorbell, and the owner comes to the door. He asks the lady what she's there and what she wants, and the blonde tells him of her situation and that she's down on her luck and just wants to know if he has any odd jobs that she could do for him. The man thinks about it for a second, and then he remembers that he's been wanting to paint the Porsche lately. So um, he had some paint on hand, and he said, well, do you paint? She said, sure, I can paint. Well, I've been wanting to get my porch painted, so how much do you charge? And the man uh, asked her, and she said, I don't know, say 50 bucks? Sounds good. Go ahead and get started. He closed the door and walks back inside to get back to work. His wife asks him, who was at the door? He tells her that it was the blonde and her situation, and he told his wife that the blonde agreed to paint the porch for 50 bucks. Astonished, the wife said, wow, 50 bucks, that's that's awesome. So, But that porch um, goes the full length of our house, and then some. It will be at least a few hours job. You really should pay her more. But that's all she asked that she wanted. And anyway, she's a dumb blonde. Ten minutes later, they got a knock on the door, and the man answers the door, and the blonde stands there saying, all done. With a surprised look on his face, I can't believe it. You're already done painting the entire porch? Yes, and by the way, it's not a porch. It's a Ferrari. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I Oh, right? Uh, I, I was following a really pretty uh, Porsche on the way over, thinking about this. Okay, it must be the right joke for today. I'm so excited today because um, every time I get to uh, to come into the studio and do my podcast, I always have a topic in mind and the month's topic and things like that. And as you know, I want to inspire people and provide information, but I always ask you to challenge yourself with what you hear and change something, improve something, let go of something, pick up something, start something, or restart something. 
there's a lot of rekindling going on in my life right now, I'm just going to say. Um, and this whole year has been pretty exciting. Uh, I've, I've just finished my first full year of podcasts, and I'm very excited about that. So October, this month is all about relationships. And uh, last week, we were with my husband, the pastor, Pastor Jack Wolf, for pastoral perspective. In the first part of the month, we did a daddy's girls theme with fatherhood. And today, I have with me three lovely leading ladies, longtime friends, ministry partners, and um, and I'm so excited to have them here. So I want each of them to take a minute, introduce yourself, and just your first name, just so they get your voice, so they know who's talking different times. That helps when you're not on video, you're on uh, podcast. And a little bit about your family and maybe what you do or how, how you know me or just anything that comes to mind. If you forget something and a little bit later, I'll ask you again. So um, let's just give it a start, um, and I'm going to ask Jen Sexton to get us started. All right. Thanks, Stephanie. Um, I'm Jen, and I'm happy to be here with this group of ladies today. Um, many of them have just really mentored me and done things throughout my life um, that really got me to where I am. Uh, I think most notably, I like to talk about my work a lot of times. I am the vice president of services, and I really don't think um, I would be here or be at this place in my life um, without mentoring women, without Stephanie, without Theta, without the programs that we went through. And, um, you know, I could tell a short story, but um, I'm just, I mean, I've got a challenging personality. A lot of times people say I'm blunt, I'm direct, and things like that. And there's so much that I got from the Mentoring and Women program that really just helped me become a totally different person. And I just, I just really thank you for that. So I'm happy to be here and support you at any time. So that's my, that's my short story. Oh, I love you so much. And you're in Savannah, Georgia now. So Savannah. not so close. So we don't get to see each other too much, but we text on the regular basis and yeah. FaceTime every now and then. And it's been an interesting year for both of us too. Interesting. All right. How about you, Belinda Heady? Hi, Stephanie. Uh, my name is Belinda Heady, and I am a wife and a mom and a grandmother. Uh, I am mom to 16, 9 to 18-year-olds, uh, in addition to my children. And uh, I run Eagle Rock Boys Ranch. Um, I also am the director of Trafficking Hope in Gadsden, Alabama. And so much of the things I learned about leadership, about um, basically just uh, time management, I know that's not definitely uh, that small compared to some of the spiritual things that I learned uh, from Stephanie and Leading Ladies, but um, time management was just something I struggled with. And you had me buy my first ever day timer. I still have it. It was huge. I, I barely had a cell phone at the time because we just hadn't really had them before. But it certainly wasn't the smartphone that we have now where everything's in my phone. But I still have it. It was, you know, about five and a half by seven. And I took it everywhere. And you really led me that. And it changed my life as far as being able. I would never uh, run, be able to run a ranch, two stores, plus do a ministry in a rather large church if I had not learned all that from you, organization and time management. So thank you for that and many, many more things that you taught me during our time here. 
Well, it's exciting to have you, Belinda, all the way from Alabama. So you drove in just today and Gadsden area, but specifically Rainbow City. Yes. Thank you for driving all that way to be with us today. It's exciting. Theta Shank. Yes. Tell us Mm -hmm. all about you and what you do. Yeah. So my name is Theta, which, what is it? Everybody says, what is it? Um, It's a Greek letter and it's an unknown angle. That was my dad's idea. He was an engineer. So there it is. There's (laughs) the name. I'm married 45 years this year to Terry Shank, who is amazing. He's all into stargazing now, so that's a new chapter in our lives. We've got three kids. Hey, Stephanie, what about this? Our My oldest is married to your youngest. Yes. And uh, so we're related, which is such a treat. Um, that's our responsibility. You know, we did I that. I know. We set them Chat up. Nanny, you're welcome. We set them up. Um, leading oh, cleaning carpet. We did. You never know we? what you never know what discussion comes from the moms that are cleaning the church carpet. <laughs> so not all of my kids are married. All each of our kid, each of our three kids have two grands, and it is a grand season for us. I want to circle back to leading ladies at the moment. I'm gonna try not to tear up because I'm already feeling that way okay. at this table. I didn't know I was the leader, and you called it out. And you, you gave, gave me the faith and the encouragement to step beyond where I was to go do things that I never would have done. And the list is long now since, because how many years ago, Stephanie, did it launch? Oh, look, we bought tissues. 2000. This is a good Thank man. You. Thank yeah. you very much. <laughs> 2000. So if it hadn't been, I wouldn't have helped pioneer a ministry for the Kathy family that owns Chick-fil-A called Windshape. I wouldn't have ran the hospitality for that ministry, had a team of 20, 25 people, and then move on into marriage crisis ministry. So I, I really do believe that you called out the leader in me to be able to do great things for the kingdom. And that is the truth. Wow. That is the truth. Well, I really don't know that I can say thank you enough for that compliment because that's, that's amazing how many years of ministry at Windshape and we just went to celebrate with you those that re, um, retirement. I don't, I don't like years, to use the yeah. word retirement, but retiring from that office and that um, space. So I really appreciate that. And it was great to watch you and Terry be celebrated. Thank I'm you. so glad we got to go and see all of that. So Thank you. Well, thank you all. I know one of the things that I love about the way that God does things is that I would not have thought of all those things either. People say, well, who was your mentor? And I'm like, I didn't have a mentor. And that's why I knew how important it was. I was like, you know, you, you became a mentor because you knew people needed a mentor and specifically women, because I'm called to women. I don't mentor men. (laughs) And, uh, but I'm grateful that God over the years, I mean, so many groups, I was going through the pictures and, um, just looking at all of the different groups mm-hmm. and the data was one of the first to launch yes. out into a mentoring of her own um, a group and inviting her own group. And Jen was a part of that. I wanted to mentor everyone myself. You know, it's like, Oh, I, I love this person. Oh, I love that person. And, but that, that's not how the kingdom grows and that's not how people grow either. So we've never not been in each other's lives. I think some maybe more distant, here or there, but we definitely, of course, Theta and I have been in each other's lives and in each other's business just because we've got family (laughs) family. kids Uh and uh, we love our Houston family. 
So we're super excited about that. Well, I know you guys are here for a specific reason as far as not just the podcast, but also this weekend. So I'd love to hear your, uh, like, why did you travel all this way to come to this reunion event coming up? And let's just go back around again the way we were. But if you've got something to say, then you can jump in. Uh, okay. Um, I think for me right now, and we mentioned a little bit, I've had somewhat of a challenging year. And Stephanie has been a big part of my life for a long time. Um, can't even tell all those stories. But most recently, breast cancer. Um, Stephanie's been through that journey. She helped me tremendously through that journey. So um just really getting back to her and being around her and, and getting mentored in that way and her helping me through that, but not only through everything, you know, she was in the room when my child, you know, when my son was born. Um, she helped me with so many different things. So not only her, but just to see her work throughout everyone else and just, you know, how it went to Theta and me and all the people that we've touched over, you know, through this group and because of you and because of this word and this program, it's just such a big part of my life and touched me so much. So to come back and just kind of cherish that time with with everyone and and see everybody in person and and just hear about what God's done in everyone's lives and you know I just I love that fellowship and it's something I've never forgotten I've never had all my friends come from from this group um everybody in my life that's been impactful so it's just Mm -hmm. been I wanted to see everybody awesome see you Mm -hmm. hear the word as God brings people into your life there are just some people so many people impact our life and leave an a indelible mark, and um, you left that mark mm-hmm. on my life, Stephanie. Mm-hmm. Um, God called us there. I, I've always been a leader, Theta. Takeover spirit is what my husband calls it. <laughs> I have TOS. <laughs> and I learned um, that that's because wherever there's a leadership void, I can't stand it. I will get in and take over leadership, which is not a bad thing. But I remember it it was a wonderful time and a difficult time. I remember crying out to God on some days because I felt somewhat like I had been benched. Because for the first time, I stayed at home and I you know, did did just the mom thing, which I'm forever grateful for. And you know, God spoke to me during that time. And, you know, we cry out to God and say, God, why have you benched me? I mean, I'm busy. I'm doing lots of stuff. But it was so different from what I had done. And God said it was time for my husband to shine. And it was just a time in our marriage for his growth to be accelerated and him to move in to the to the position in our marriage that he needed to be. He's an awesome awesome man and um you encouraged me and that year that you I I did leading ladies and you mentored me for the year it set a foundation because I have that in my heart for young women I I've had it for a long time but you modeled for me how to do that and so to say I took that away and definitely that became a part of my life and I've done it you know, been able to do that over and over and over. And I never do that. I don't think of you. And one thing I oftentimes I work with traumatized kids and I say it all the times so it's, it's a Stephanie ism. If, if that's what you can call it, but I say to them all the time, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Mm-hmm. 
and, you know, just to even mentor these children in a different way, to say some of the things, to encourage them, to let them know that, you know, you have a bright future. You can't change what's back here, but you can change everything going forward. Mm -hmm. So you've just left a mark on my life, and I I wouldn't miss it. I'm so glad you made the journey, and I appreciate your comments, obviously. Super sweet. I, um, we're the same age, and you're, don't you go there. <laughs> you just stop it. We're the same age. I always have to tease her because <laughs> she's just a few months just older Just a few than months you. older so than you are, but I always get there a smidge ahead of you and let you let me know. And, yeah. um, you tell me how it feels. I know. The thing that I found intriguing was that you were leading me, but we were the same age. And to watch you write and develop each lesson with this first group. I really love being a part of the first group. Mm-hmm. I thought, she can do this. She, she is a month ahead of us. You were, you were work, writing as we went for um, this program. And I, the whole package of watching you do something, and you're the same age as me. And I, I felt like that was a mountain I could never accomplish or climb or anything like that. That's what wooed me to begin to try and do my own group. Um, intriguing, isn't it? That's really what it was. And the very first book was Celebration of Discipline by Richard Foster, and I was hooked. I love that book. I still love that book. Mm-hmm. And um, you introduced me to that book, and it, that was the first book of the whole thing, and it's, it's still a foundational book for me now. And I, those two things. Wow. Those two things are what motivated me. Well, a part of the actual process, let's talk about the process a little bit, because a part of the process, and and this is, it's unique because the way I used to do it is much different than the way I do it these days or over the last 10 years. But when I first did it, I was like writing the lesson, like they just said, it was getting approved by John Maxwell and the whole Enjoy um, staff, and then I would teach it to the teach it to the group, and so it was kind of a, a both and during that time. And I had really asked the Lord, like you know, what are the twelve topics? Because it's a twelve month resource and it's a twelve month commitment, basically that each of you made. And um, it was a once a month gathering of the group, as well as mm-hmm. a one time. Uh, one-on-one with me for anybody who wanted that extra time. So choosing um, the the women that I would take under my wing that year, even before the choices were made, really asking the Lord what topics, you know, 12 topics. Mm-hmm. And I really felt like God did give me the answer to that. And I loved writing it because it's really just the Word of God. I love the Word. And so it's full of, you know, Scripture and the mandates of all of us, men, women, young, old, you know, no matter what our backgrounds, there's so much that we each have to give. And so that program actually has, it's a little bit different than discipleship because discipleship is mostly education, which is all good information Mm -hmm. and, and some walking with um, but the way that the Lord really unpacked the meaning of mentoring to me was something I didn't even know until I started writing it, really, and um, and then just continued to write. But one of the things is the being chosen part. After that, it's invitation. So we don't, even though we had a big church, and it was kind of hard to 
just say, okay, well, I've got space for like eight people, I think is, or maybe even less at that first and stuff. And then when Mm -hmm. you, yes. So, you know, somewhere between the eight and the 10 Mm -hmm. mark. And um, so you just ask the Lord who, you know, he would put on your heart for that year. And of course, make the invitation and then um, they get to choose whether it fits their lifestyle or their time commitment, because it is a commitment. There are books to read. The books are kind of icing on the cake, I always say, but it's nice because between each month's session that we would get together, we'd be reading about that book. Then we'd start off with, mm-hmm. hey, what did God sh- say to you through Richard Foster? And mm-hmm. I still use that uh, excerpts of that. It's not a book that I actually use, but during one of the months, I can't remember which one, we do talk about priorities and values, mm-hmm. and that one's in there. And so I do use all six of them, and it's an awesome book. So if, you've not, if you're listening and you haven't um, gotten that book yet, then grab one and read it. So all right, so that process. So what do you remember about the actual process? The selection process? Or any part of the program, I guess, as far as, you know, the monthly thing, the, you know, meetings, the books, um, anything that kind of comes to mind. I know it's been a minute for some of us, <laughs> some of you. 20 years. 20 years. I do remember. I mean, this is a funny thing, and I, but, and I don't even know if I should share it, but I remember, like you said, when, when I first found out, I was like, well, I not in Stephanie's group. You know, why am I not in Stephanie's group? And Theta hadn't, I probably shared this with you before, but mm-hmm. you, it was your first time. And I, mm-hmm. that was amazing. I think it was much more impactful that it was you that was chosen to lead and that group of women that we, that we had. I mean, Stephanie's done many other things in my life, but you don't always know who God is going to speak to you through. Yeah. And I just think it was, it was awesome. So I think sometimes Jeez. people's feelings could get hurt through that selection process, but in the end, it's the right thing and it's what God wanted. So. And to speak to that, Stephanie really did want you. She goes, I don't know if I can let her be in your group or not. <laughs> you know, so you're right. It was That's like, so funny. That, but yeah, I got it. Thank no. you. So, well, yeah. it was also the women, the other women mm-hmm. that were there. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember Sarah and just so many, you know, the relationship that we had with each other. And it was probably the first time that I had really been with a group of uh, ministry. Ours was either mm-hmm. ministry lead, pastor's wives or pastors. And so just being able to bounce off, you know, the things that are, you know, peculiar to being in ministry and being a pastor's wife. So that was very impactful for me. And, you know, I still t- stay in touch with, with several of them so I'm excited to see who's there because it's like I noticed where you made it, where we couldn't see it. I, I know. thought it's a <laughs> coming. Uh-huh. She's not going to tell us, but just mm-hmm. you know, it growing and learning. I love to learn. I love to learn things I don't know. And and Me too. when um, when you know you you were very practical, like we would talk about things and pray for each other and read books and discuss but it was like okay now let's we call them in my world today next steps there's always mm-hmm. a next step no matter how long you've walked with God or what wherever you are in in your life or your marriage mm-hmm. what's your net you know I've been married 33 years what's our next step in our marriage because if we're not growing we're dying or stagnating or whatever mm-hmm. so it was, I loved him. I couldn't wait for it to be there. And, um, you know, just couldn't wait to be together. And then our time at the end, mm-hmm. it was great. 
I love the uh, the celebrations at the end where those that had just quote unquote like graduated, graduated, you know, and then those the new ones coming in would get to meet you guys, and it was just I don't know maybe like a col not college but like a Bible you know college almost for your heart <laughs> because it really was um, more of a molding. And shaping of, you know, our inner beauty. That's really what my heart has been. That's why, you know, I kind of started these things to begin with. But mm-hmm. um, what you showed us in that first group was a safe place to try and be who God had created us to be. Mm-hmm. That you would woo us toward what you were seeing in us and call us out. And that was what I hoped to pass on to the groups I led. That people could try if they were feeling that that God was wooing them toward one direction, they would try that. Or if they was trying to do something else and there was no condemnation in the room. It was just a safe place to try to be who God created us to be in that environment that you provided. That was my heart to provide for the groups that I led as well. And I, I think that ripple effect is something that is so beautiful because I do think it's not just that year. I mean, I, my hope is that it's not always just that year, which is why we're doing some of the things that we're doing right now. So the exciting thing I think about when I would watch your growth, and you know this, Theta as leading in certain areas too and mentoring and, and certainly Jen and Belinda as well, but just being able to watch the lives of women growing in who they are, finding that strength and that confidence that comes from God. And it's never about me, Stephanie. It's never about you, Belinda. You know, it's always Mm -hmm. about his ability to use us and being available. And Mm -hmm. um, he needs more available women and men, especially these days. And so I think in, in my rekindling of some of these things and the things that God has spoken to me recently and kind of bringing it all back again is that the need isn't, you know, diminished. The need is greater almost. Mm -hmm. And so I I hope to rekindle, you know, the flame in all of us, you know, not just me. So some of the things that God has put on my heart for this whole weekend, whether it's the fireside chat and hopefully it's not going to rain on us, but we've got some (laughs) things going on on the inside too. But um, I think that we learn better in a group. We learn better from mm-hmm. each other. It's not just, that's why with the mentoring women, I tried to do the group atmosphere. You know, I bring the lesson and share the stories and things and then discussion. And we learn probably more from the discussion, actually, from the actual lesson because we're unpacking the truths that are there and we're all seeing it from something a little different as far as the perspective of the word or, you know, my stories aren't your stories. So then you'd share your stories and it just became something really beautiful. And then what I did love and have loved all these years, 20, I, I, you know, I've d- I had a couple years, obviously, where I didn't do it. I think from 2016 was the last one, and then 2017, 18, 19, lots going on in my world, too, and then COVID and all that fun stuff um, sometimes, too. Um, I did manage to do one whole group through um, 2020, and um, but the exciting thing about, for me, again, is seeing Um, the growth. And that's why I want to hear what's going on in your world. I want to hear what you're doing now. I want, you know, as I invited um, the women to come back for this weekend, and I could only do a small, again, it's kind of small group based on all the hundreds. Um, So we do hope to do it again. So I don't want anybody to feel like they weren't, you know, 
invited for any reason other than the fact it's at my house this time. And um, so I can only do so much. But I do believe that um, I want to just hear what's going on in your world. And that's exciting to me to hear that. Well, I, I thought of a few things while you guys were talking. And one of them was um, when I was a little girl, I really wanted to be a leader. And I would find myself trying to create clubs and all these things, but really no one would ever come except my cousin. God bless, <laughs> God bless her. God bless and her. I was like, why doesn't anyone want to follow me? I know what, what should be done here, you know. <laughs> um, and so I really grew up, you know, a lot of that kind of, like I said, outspoken or, you know, people would say I was boisterous and, you know, probably other words that I can't use on here that they say to, to, to women and girls that, that want to be leaders when they're young. Mm. Uh, my grandfather was very well known for telling me that children should be seen and not heard, which was, you know, it was a hard thing to kind of go through. Mm. And then I I remember being in my 20s and just trying to figure out where to go and just loving the church and loving the family. And so when I was in Theta's group, um, some of the most impactful things that happened there and probably the book that I, I mean, there were a lot of books and a lot of memories from the whole thing, but probably the most impactful was the book Personality Plus. Mm. And I just learned so much about myself and I was looking, you know, a reminder of the title is who do I want to be when I grow up? And I just really relate as I want to be a leader. I always have, but you know, people weren't following me or I wasn't a good leader. I didn't know the things and I'm, I'm still on a long journey to be about, you know, to be a leader. And I don't think you're ever really done. Right. But, um, it just was, that book was so impactful. And I remember we were in our group and we had, you're with all these trusted women, as you mentioned, which I think you need the group of people. You can't just sit there and mm -hmm. be on your own. Like I want to be mm -hmm. a leader. Mm -hmm. You have to have that group of people that want to feed into you and mentor you. And so I remember going into one and reading in the book that kind of said like, if you go into a group and you don't say anything, but everyone else talks and no one really seems to notice that you're not talking, you're probably the one that talks too much. So maybe you need to kind of learn how to be quiet. I don't know if, you, if anyone else remembers that, mm -mm. but that I remember sitting at that leading ladies night and just not talking and it was killing me. I was, you know, sitting on my hands and, and it was so impactful just to hear and learn how much feedback and things that other people have and that I needed to keep quiet and listen to what other people had to say and let other people speak and, and so in and lead. And so I don't know, that was just for me the most impactful thing. And I think it, it really, even today, um, just in the role that I'm in and continuing trying to grow and learn and, you know, mentor other people on my team, women, you know, men too, just because it's in the corporate world. But um, I just, that story was so impactful and that's cool. Yes, that is. I think, you know, that's, that is one of my favorite um, lessons to teach, and I still sometimes teach it when I'm asked to speak somewhere, just because, and we're choleric, sanguine. <laughs> so um, so if you haven't read Personality Plus, there's another book for you that we'll recommend, and they have them for kids too. But what I loved about that was everybody's got a place, and everybody's got a personality, and we are mm -hmm. all valuable. We're mm -hmm. all useful. So, you know, melancholy is very thoughtful, very introspective. They do tend to be a little more quiet, um, always thinking through the process and, you know, strategizing more in their head, whereas, you know, clerics like, we're doing this and we're doing that. Like, you know, I'm like... Wait a minute. Like, are all I, three of you clerics when I, here? When I first, and I'm on my own. Over, okay. Yeah. <laughs> when we first started, I'm like, okay, ladies, you know, this is yeah. what we're doing. And, um, you know, so so it's just funny how, how all that, you know, comes about because I wasn't raised like that. I mean, my mom was super quiet and, you know, just um, a feeler. And, you know, I'm more of an expressor, you know, expressive. And, you know, and I'm like that. You know, if there's not a leader, I'm like, okay, somebody tell us what we're doing. You know, let's let's make a decision. And, um, but, you know, again, learning and growing and really 
um, allowing the gifts um, to flow through mm -hmm. these women and uh, seeing them grow within that gift. You know, like uh, they use the term calling it out, which I do think in a lot of ways we're all leaders, but with a different personality. Mm -hmm. So even if we are strategists or we're thinkers, you know, they need more time to process. Um, you know, Sanguins are off doing it already. They're in the car gone. It's in reverse. <laughs> off they go. And, um, you know, or their, you know, mouth is saying things and then later they think, hmm, maybe that wasn't something I should have said. <laughs> you know, or the cleric will tell them you weren't, you shouldn't have said that. But, um, but I think there's a lot of these unique personalities and unique gift mix and a lot of times we think we're not like that person so we don't think we're valuable or we're not as outgoing or we're not a leader um and I think that, you know, we've all got to move with our gifts. I think a lot of times I was criticized more because of my leadership or my, mm -hmm. you know, vision casting. And I'm always writing something and I'm always, you know, my, my husband's at home cooking <laughs> because I'm doing, you know, the weekend kind of event. And he's just awesome about, you know, just stepping in. Like, what did we do? Because um, we prayed this morning and I, I told him, I said, you know, look what God showed me today. And, um, and just the ripple effect of that, because, you know, your your husbands are allowing you to come away for this right. weekend to spend the night to you know be here and and be away from them so that you can be a part of this and so we're a team and the world is a team even though we don't none of us don't none of us none of us here <laughs> we don't go to the same church um, but we are the same church Jack shared this uh, message in our last podcast about being the church and you know the church is you know big it's bigger than how many attend under a particular, um, you know, roof. And, but I also feel like the thing that drives me is seeing people be on fire for their Jesus. And let me tell you about my Jesus. And, and, you know, not, not in a passing out track, knocking on doors and sorry if you do that, but, um, but I'm just saying, you know, living a life of godliness and character and integrity and responsibility and being the, you know, the wives and the mothers and the, the vice presidents and, <laughs> and, um, you know, retirees, you know, or those things, what's next? I mean, you've spent your whole life data sewing into these marriages and things. And now and next is what I teach my uh, team as well. But I know one of the things that God has brought us all together for is around God's message to me to feed my sheep. And so our whole theme for this reunion, the Leading Ladies Reunion, is about, you know, feeding his sheep. And so I definitely am going to feed you well. Not all of it is going to be health coach approved, I'm just <laughs> saying, because I found things I'm like, oh, I got to have this, and I love that. And um, Theta jumped in, and Jack's at home cooking, and um, and Rochelle is, is organizing and, and putting some things together for us, scripture verses and stuff. So feeding... Um, Feeding the sheep is something that I enjoy. I love that. They're not my sheep. You're not my sheep. They're, you're his sheep. It says, mm -hmm. you know, God's mandate to me was feed my sheep. That was him talking about it. It's not that you're my sheep, but there's a way that I can feed. And, um, and so what he was saying to me is because I have shelves and books and notebooks and lessons and outlines and all these, you know, things that I've started and things that I've written. And um, it kind of came from my original mandate, my personal mission statement to live, write, teach, 
about the transforming power of God, challenging myself and others to a higher purpose in Christ. And um, and that's something, I, you know, in, in um, 1999, you know, that I wrote, I put it here in my notes just so I'd be able to say it correctly, but it's on my desk in so many other places. And I feel like, uh, you know, I mean, sometimes I felt like, okay, is that over? I mean, that's gone now. I don't necessarily have, you know, Jack's not a pulpit pastor. We always call him, you know, he's, he preaches here and there and, you know, has his podcast and we have our um, adult Bible class and our adult Bible community or Epic. He still does a lot of coaching of pastors and we help, you know, church planters and things like that. But um, so I haven't had like my own flock, you know, of ladies for a while. So I sent y'all invitations and said, come to my house. I miss you. I need you. This is a relationship that's, you know, it's too big. It's too powerful. And the reason it is, is because we dug in for a whole year and we got to know each other and it was valuable. Mm -hmm. It was personable. It was intimate. Um, we were vulnerable. I went through my breast cancer, you know, during um, my year, uh, one of the years that I did Leading Ladies. And um, and it, it did keep me going, you know, because there were certain responsibilities and things. I didn't do it because it was obligation, you know. And again, I, I do know there was, you know, some that's like, why does she think she needs to do that? And it's not that, really. It was, I really kind of did need to do that for me. Mm-hmm. I needed to, you know, it's like I needed to tell me needed. I still needed to feel strong and healthy and um, you know, have a purpose and tomorrow's going to be, you know, better and all of those kind of things. And so our goal, you know, or my goal through that was I needed you all. I didn't do it, you know, I mean, yeah, I hope I did it for you too, but I was certainly doing it for me as well. It's mm-hmm. awesome. Well, that's when the leaders lead, they're blessed too. And that's the flip side of leading ladies. You know, we're pouring into the lives of the women that God has entrusted us with, but also we lo- learn and we grow and our kingdom impact expands. And uh, so that's the flip side. We may be leading ladies, but God's leading us in the process and it, it's, we get stretched and that's a good thing. Yeah. I think one of the great things, Stephanie, was... Um, it's great for people to see us when things are great and things are, um, you know, everything's going well and we can, you know, get in front of a group and, and be inspiring and encouraging and all that. And I love to do that. But I have found, and I, I think that's what's powerful about your story and, and others that I know, and God's writing your story, Jan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that... People need to see you walk through the tough things. They need to see you, you know, sometimes we get gut punched and, you know, we don't know what to say or we don't know what to do, but we get back up, we cry out to our Heavenly Father, we speak the word over ourselves. you know, I cry out to God and He hears me and He'll hear you too. And um, one of my first pastor's wife always used to say, wisdom born of suffering deserves attention. Mm-hmm. And so I honestly think that, the, you know, as we go through life, and we're all going to go through difficult things, those are the times that I've grown the most. Not that we want to go through them or, or that it's easy, but 
there's just growth because we we cling to God, we cling to the people that, you know, we can link arms and walk together. You know, we can hold each other's arms up when we're we're so tired and we all get that way at times. So just being real and vulnerable and not even when we make mistakes. Yeah. You know, and we're going to make mistakes, plenty of them. (laughs) Absolutely. And I I always just tell the boys, you know, I'd like to tell you that I've never yelled at one of them or or whatever, but there's 16 teenagers. (laughs) You'd have to be Mother Teresa (laughs) or somebody, but not me. But, you know, instantly, you know, like we know when we've overreacted or we've we've spoken in anger or whatever, but going back and modeling for them mm-hmm. and and saying, I'm I'm sorry, will you forgive me? Mm-hmm. I reacted in my emotions and I, I raised my voice and that I shouldn't have done that. That was wrong. And so we're modeling for each other how to how to have a relationship. Because when you love, I don't care how much you love somebody, you're going to have tough times. But when you come through those tough times, that love is deep and that bond is stronger. And, um, and we have long-lasting relationships. Old friends are the best. Yeah, Not that you guys are old. But <laughs> you know Thank you for that. Old friends are the best. Well, we have about 17 um, leading ladies coming this weekend, so I'm really thrilled. I was able to invite like 35 at this point, and then hopefully in the coming years we'll do more. But one of the things that I love about the Mentoring Women material is how intentional it is. Because I do think that there's um, there's a need for discipleship and, and discipline, you know, it's like I'm committing, you know, I'm big on, that's part of my, you know, responsibility and belief. That's, you know, two of my um, APEST, you know, and my gift mix, my strength finders is all about that. So if I'm going to commit to something, then I'm going to do it. And, um, and so I like that aspect of it. And for women, sometimes it is a little, we're a little like, oh, well, I'm going to, I think I'm going to go have tea with a friend. And that's fine, you know, but this is really intentional. It's about showing up. It's about participating. Mm-hmm. Everybody's got a role, um, whether it's the photographer or the, you know, the hospitality person or the bookkeeper, you know, all the different pieces of that that um, somebody had to do. And, um, and so that was a part of the whole process is a part of making sure you're engaged for your own self, but you're engaged for others. You're coming to serve, you're bringing food, or you're doing the devotions this time, or you keeping track of devotions, who's doing them. And so there's certain roles that everybody plays in it as well. And that was one of my favorite things. And, and then um, out of that was birth mentoring young women for teenagers and their moms to do together. And, um, and that excites me too, because that was kind of, it's a totally different, I don't use any of the same books or any of the same lessons. It's totally different just for them and their age group. And then that kind of came because as I was, you know, praying and it's like, Oh God, how many more books do we need? How many more conferences do we need to attend? You know, how many more marriage, you know, seminars. And, um, and I felt like he said, you start too late. And, um, and I'm like, oh, okay, well, you know, get them from the birth, you know, kind of a thing, <laughs> the canal. Um, but that's kind of where mentoring, mentoring babies. <laughs> yeah, so it's like all of that um, ripple effect and, and watching, you know, women's Bible studies and all the other things that God has allowed me to write, which is super fun because I do look, I could write like 
12 hours a day and probably not miss a beat. And sometimes I don't eat, <laughs> you know, I'm like, I got to eat. I'm a coach. I need to tell. All right. So, um, what kind of, um, benefits do you see now that I'm kind of stirring, you know, you're being stirred a little bit as you're coming to this weekend, you're participating. I don't know what you uh, expect I'm going to do. I'm basically going to read from my journal and, and just see where God takes me. Cause my journaling is, you know, the only thing that really would probably bring life. I mean, I can put things together like I used to, the fill in the blanks and all that kind of stuff, but that's not, I know they're all (laughs) smiling and laughing because they know I'm good at that. And I could do that. Um, But this is really more of a heart to heart kind of a weekend. And um, so just going to open up, you know, in some areas where scripture has meant something to me and hopefully um, bring that to you all. Um, But my, you know, one of my final questions, I suppose I could say is, you you know, what sort of expectations do you have um, for your future in the Lord or in mentoring or in your leadership or wherever God plants you, bloom where you're planted, remember all that. But also, um, what are you hoping this rekindling, um, and even if it's just friendship and having fun, that may be, and that's fine if that's all it is, you don't have to come up with something really deep. Um, But what kind of things are you anticipating and where is there a little bit of stir and excitement in you? Well, don't everybody talk at once. I'll I'll hop out here. So you asked me months ago about this and the Lord said, absolutely. Yes. You didn't know I was about to retire. I did, but you didn't. And Lord goes, this is something that you need to do. And I really came with open arms and Whatever I can do. I think I've told you that. What, what do you need? Whatever I can do. But I'm already stirred. Mm-hmm. Just sitting here talking about and remembering and hearing Jen and, you know, hearing about even in the hard times, Belinda, what we get to do in community. Mm-hmm. And I had mentioned to you that might be part of what I do in retirement, although retirement really isn't a, a, in the word right. at all. But next season, we'll say that next season. Yeah. So, um what I'm expecting from this weekend is more of that um, stirring. And it really is going to be fun to see the faces I haven't oh, seen yeah. in forever. Mm-hmm. I mean, Jim, we were trying to remember last time I saw you, Belinda, I can't even remember. I don't, I don't but you that. look so sweet and so familiar. <laughs> and it feels real comforting, you know. Yeah. So thank you for pulling us together. I'm looking forward to it. Thank you. I, and I know mm-hmm. even the, those who were not able to come, there were some really sweet comments and texts. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, you know, wedding anniversaries and baby, you know, showers are, and, mm-hmm. you know, lots of different things. So those that are able to come are coming. And it's just so great to hear from everybody and, again, being invited. So love that you're here. Yeah, I think for me it's just it's been, I think, through the last year of the breast cancer, we moved to Savannah, there's been covid working from home all the time. There's just been so much, I think, disconnection for me and maybe a lot of the other, the rest of the world too, even, you know, through COVID still people trying to figure that out, working from home and just real, really feel disconnected. And so I just, that kind of group of women, that passion that we had, the people that can, can help grow and feed me, I don't really have that right now. I mean, other than you directly, but I'm just the community. And so I wrote down mm-hmm. community when you said that, because um, it just really touched me. So for me, it's just that community. I just, there's not been anything like it in my life <laughs> since and ever, other than these people are mm-hmm. here and they'll be here this weekend. So nice. I'm excited. I'm just selfish. It's time of refreshing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I always feel refreshed when I leave. And I think whenever you get together with a, a group of 
of strong women that are believers that iron sharpens iron and um, just, I don't know, it feels great. It feels like a, a time of refreshing. That's mm-hmm. what I kept thinking about. Just even as I drove here, I could kind of feel the stress a little bit leave. And like this is just for me to love on some people I haven't seen in a while and to be loved on. Oh, I love that. And that deep. That's it. No, <laughs> that's exactly. That's I mean, beautiful. That, that's what I said. I mean, that's exactly what I was hoping for. And we got a lot going on um, this weekend. We're going to do some line dancing. We're going to do some stretching we'll in the morning. It. We've got a, mut- a bunch of fun stuff around the fire pit, hopefully, and um, lots of food and lots of fellowship and just laughter that girls do when they get together. So girls just want to have fun. And um, I'm super excited. Thank you, Jen, for being here. Thank you, Belinda, for driving all the way from Alabama. Thank you, Theta, for your support always. And I love you, your family, all of you. And I'm just so grateful that you've been a part of my life all these years and that we're just getting started. Who knows what he's up to? I don't know. I'm just trying to obey and I'm Mm -hmm. grateful that you guys are on the journey with me. Thanks, Steph. Thank you. All right. Well, you've been listening to Work Well with Stephanie Wolf and uh, Jen Sexton, as well as Belinda Heady and Theta Shank. We're excited that you've been with us. This um, segment has been brought to you by the Whole Food Health Coach, where we make your goals our goals, and you're never alone on your wellness journey. And as always, for information about the Whole Food Health Coach, uh, our corporate programs, virtual classes, or individual coaching, or mentoring women, if you're interested in doing something for your own church or your own group, it's now all digital and downloadable, so it's available for all churches everywhere. And our coaching is available virtually anywhere in the country. I'm Stephanie Wolf, wishing you well personally and professionally. See you next time, live or on your favorite podcast channel. Until then, choose life.